2: So it is happening whether you understand
0: it and like it or not. The is the you have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher podcast. podcast.
1: What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me. Jenny from the blockchain and my co host, Mike Keen.
3: <laughs>
1: so, we have a very special episode today, and I want to just introduce our guests really quick. This is a collaboration episode with Josh Gordon from the Unstoppable Domains podcast. Josh, welcome. Welcome in. Welcome Thank you. Thank show. you.
3: Yeah, always happy to talk NFTs, and I respect the podcast hustle. So, you know, I'm running a <laughs> podcast myself. So, I I uh, I like what y'all do and just happy to join.
1: Yeah, so, tell tell us a little about your podcast.
3: Sure. Yeah, it's a it's a web3 NFT podcast. I would say it's it's not just solely focused on the like NFT project deep dives. It's a little bit more holistic, like web3 concepts and talking to entrepreneurs, creators, investors in in the in the, what we're building on the blockchain. So I talked to VCs, I talked to creators of like PFP projects and play to earn projects and then also just entrepreneurs in this space building Web3 companies. It's called The Unstoppable Podcast uh, on behalf of Unstoppable Domains. Definitely can dive into NFT domains and digital identity if you want to get into that here. So it, it's weekly, comes out every Wednesday on all your favorite streaming platforms, and I'm loving it. Let's go. So it's my uh, So awesome. it, it's what I've been able to transition to Web3 full-time to do.
1: That's awesome. And you were saying right before we started recording too that you started in January, just like, you know, uh, hosting the show and everything.
3: Yeah, it was my goal to go full-time web three in 2022 and made it happen on the first Monday of the year.
1: Wow. Mm.
2: Let's go. That's so exciting.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked.
2: Wait, you get paid for a podcast. What are we doing?
3: (laughs) It's it's pretty crazy. I have to uh, to pinch myself sometimes, but um, yeah, I do get paid to podcast and I'm still learning how to tell that to people. It's kind of weird. I like, like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a you know, a, a, a podcast host. I have to say with yeah. my chest a little bit more. I got to be confident.
2: I can hear that. You Wait till you, you should hear how I have to explain to people what I do. Uh, I own a bored ape. What do you do for a living? Uh, I own a bored
3: ape. That's all you need to know. I own a bored ape. I own a board ape. Uh, is that enough? Like, I just get airdrops every quarter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah they just, right. I just collect free money. You know, that's what I do.
3: It's not a bad yes. life. And and hopefully, we have some fun along the way.
2: Yeah, Yeah. could be worse. (laughs) I saw a TikTok today that actually put some of that in perspective. There was this guy at a party, and he was going around to all these people, like, "What do you do?" And one person would be like, "I'm a lab technician. How much do you make? Sixty thousand a year." Like, I'm a this, and it's just like, I mean,
3: yes, the amount of money being
2: thrown around.
3: Yeah, I saw a similar TikTok. They were interview, at least the one I saw. They were interviewing people in the DC area, and. I, I used to live in Northern Virginia, just outside DC. And yeah. that's where this one person was doing them all. And It's kind of interesting. Just walking up to someone random and they were sharing, you know, it's not something everybody yeah. shares, but it was no, definitely good you know. insight.
2: They probably have to ask a lot of people to get, to get yeah. a few yeah. to share. Yeah, yeah, probably nice. So go ahead, Jennifer, speaking of free money, <laughs> speaking of free money, something, something happened in the <laughs> NFT space the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We should talk about that. The other side land drop i guess the whole crazy. event yeah. should we call it an event it was like a whole fiasco really
2: it was something it was something
3: <laughs> i i was i felt like i mean i don't know if it's just my timeline or if it just really is the entire nft world is paying attention to it but was anyone buying anything or focused on any other project but this this past weekend
2: Not really. I mean, as it was happening, they couldn't do anything. If you were looking at the open sea activity, nobody, no other projects could be bought because of the, what the gas was. Um, But no, it was all encompassing. I actually went over a bunch of data that once we start talking about it, of the effect that this had on many other projects leading up to the drop. Uh, There was a, there was kind of a negative effect on lots of different projects in the space Uh, no, nobody was worried about much, much else.
1: Um, I was literally because this does not relate to me. I do not have anything body. I did not KYC like. So I was just out in nature. I was going to the botanical yeah. gardens. Like um, I was going to the farmers market, living my in real life life, um, enjoying it.
3: I gotta, I gotta ask. Like, why didn't you KYC? I'm curious. Was it the the fact that they didn't say what it was for and that felt sketchy. Was it just because personally there's so many projects out there, you're just like, you know, the, the board apes just aren't, aren't one I'm diving into.
1: Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. It's so I definitely didn't like the fact that they just were like, you know, Oh, KYC right here. And they didn't say what it was for anything. You know, that was very suspicious to me. I'm just like, I'm not a huge fan of, of that. And, Um, even though I'm not really anonymous because everybody knows my first and last name, Jennifer Sudo, like my face is out there. I still kind of like, um, I don't know. I sometimes kind of, uh, push back from the way it it feels like web three is becoming less and less decentralized and just things are seeming more, um, centralized and stuff and just, you know, and I know I had a KYC for Topshot and stuff. So yeah. it's just like it's obviously, yeah. you know.
3: I mean, right. I definitely I definitely hear you on that. And it was something that I felt like a lot of my friends too. I it was a struggle to get people to KYC. I basically didn't happen mm-hmm. with most of my friends. I did get my mom to KYC though, and she nice. did <laughs> mint. Um so yeah, let's go. I definitely want to get into that. That was exciting this weekend. Nice. Um, that's pretty cool. But I, I don't know. I think there's a decentralization spectrum and like yes, I see, I hear the KYC central centralizes things. It's gathering identity information, but at the same time, they're still making like the product at the outset of it is the decentralized NFT, you know, but, um, I do the, the way board apes and Yuga just withhold information and build that hype is just their brand. It seems. So there's still not a lot of information about it, this game out it, the web. Yeah. There's stuff on the website, but, uh, you really have to read into things.
1: Yeah. What, what did what did your mom get? What kind of land did she get?
3: So, so I I've, I've been talking to my mom about NFTs since the top shot days. So I mean, I nice. I'm sure you hear that a lot. Like I've been following you since top shot and whatnot and um Let's go. I <laughs> I remember talking to her about like, yeah, I just bought this video of LeBron and it's 200 bucks, you know. And it was like, what? And then I re- I remember telling her about CryptoPunks and apes. I bought an a, a board ape. Now I just got a mutant, but, um, she just been listening to me talk about it for so long. I kind of wanted to bring her in on something and I feel very hesitant to tell people like, Hey, this is something you should mint. I don't know mm-hmm. how you two feel like
0: yeah.
3: when you're I, telling absolutely. someone. Absolutely. No,
2: it's just, awful. I can't stand <laughs> it. That yeah, You just
3: yeah. like, never know. So, right. but this one I was like, okay, we got to do it. And so, um, I, I basically just worked out a deal with her. I was like, I'll just work, walk you through it if we make profit on your mints, you keep it I, like, let's get a W. And cause I think that's going to bring her in for more and more and kind of, we'll have something to align on. And, uh, she got two. we, we paid the gas last night. Um, uh, it was kind of a struggle to get that to happen. So I put like 1.5 ether in her wallet and we needed 1.9 and no. I had a stuck transaction at the time. So I was call in friends. Hey, can you send 0.5 ETH to my mom? And I I got someone to do it the last (laughs) second. And uh, we got the transaction through. So she got two. We did sell both of hers pre-reveal. It was tough because it was like, do we lock in? I wanted, it was this battle Mm -hmm. between wanting to wait for post-reveal and you you just never know if you're going to hit the lottery ticket. But Mm -hmm. I just didn't want her to walk away with nothing or or to break even. I I think that would have been not as fun. So Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's driving a, 2005 minivan with 200,000 miles on it. So I was like, all right, you know what? If we sell right now, you can get that new car basically covered. So let's, she was, she wanted to lock it in and turns out she had a Coda. Uh... <laughs>
1: don't
2: tell so, her that. Don't, don't that. Please don't I, tell her uh, that.
3: I, I, I looked. And That's I
2: always just, the way. That's always the way.
3: Yeah. My stomach sank. And I just, I was, I said, do I tell her? And I told her and she was really, she was really nice about it. She said, Mm, I am mm. not re- she didn't regret anything. She was happy with that. how it turned out. And because yeah. you just never know. And it was a statistics yeah. game. Statistically, we don't end up with a coda, you know. So yeah. um, she was happy. And I mm-hmm. guess the person who bought me pre-reveal was probably pretty they happy too.
1: So pumped. Yeah. And and by the way, the codas for everyone listening, we're going for like 40, 50, 60, right? Like people were spending yeah. massive amounts of ETH on these.
3: Yeah. Um, the floor seems to be hovering around 28 for a coda right now. But okay. if you get a good one, I mean they're they're going for those prices. Got yeah.
2: it. Michael, how was your experience? Uh, mine was good. I just, I claimed my ape. I claimed my mutant. I actually did not KYC either for no other reason other than just procrastinated and missed it like a fool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched a bunch of people that I'm friends with uh, people I work with were a part of the mint and were minting. Um, so mine uh, I didn't get any CODAs. I didn't get anything special. I'm actually a little little depressed I didn't sell when I had some 15 ETH offers on my mutant land last night. Now that one's probably yeah, worth shit. just a little above floor. I have a 14 ETH offer right now on my uh, OG land. that I'm actually almost even considered taking like sell one, keep one, 14 ETH, you know.
3: Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like when you hold the asset and then you can yeah. make the dividend, you know, I am putting air quotes for everyone. Let's right. like the dividend right. from it. It's just, it's a great feeling. Cause it's so hard in, in the NFT space when you, you hold on to this thing you love so much, or you think yeah. is going to have continued value, but you can't get any immediate liquidity out of it. So personally, I'll say it on the pod too. I did sell, I did sell my mutant land. I got a 16 ETH. uh offer on it like five minutes before reveal yeah all right you know what i'm gonna do it too so
2: congrats man nice
3: uh i i feel like i've like i have eth goals and crypto goals and it just helps me get closer to those so Mm -hmm. it's good yeah no yeah yeah, no no, yeah
2: there's no no shame in that It's a lot of money yeah it's awesome yeah yeah, cool that's exciting i'm gonna gonna probably figure out how to sell one of my the, the thing is with my mutant Land right now. It's just it's not much above floor because there's nothing special about it, and that's just what they're going for.
3: So what what do you two think about the like the gas and and the negative sentiment that came out? I mean, I Twitter went negative yesterday, and it was kind of scary. I didn't. It was the first time I'll say I'll say one thing, and I want to hear your reaction. Like there was a really good tweet that resonated with me, and this person is a ape holder, and they basically said, for the first time, I, I wasn't having fun. And I thought that was an interesting take.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, for a lot of people, it wasn't fun. The people that were putting those transactions in, it's kind of weird how the, the lost gas goes on on failed transactions. Some people were saying they were losing the full 1.6, and some people only lost like 0. 0.1. I'm not sure the difference. I don't know if either of you guys know what the It seems like it's like random, like how much you lose if your transaction fails, Um they did say that they're going to refund people the lost gas on failed, trans- failed transactions. Uh, the way they did it was not ideal. Uh, it definitely caused issues. It was stressful for people. Um, you know, we saw the Moonbirds do something similar a couple of weeks ago, and they did it with a raffle, and there wasn't a ton of gas. We burnt nine figures in gas, and that's the worst part to me because that money came from other projects. People selling other projects and burning it on gas to get this. Now everybody that minted made money, just about. Um, so like you know, those people are happy to burn that money because they made money. But it's definitely it was some issues. You know, obviously some some major issues. That's a lot of money to just burn. It like really is. Gas is a racket. It's it's unbelievable. And uh, people were also claiming that uh, Yuga might have done this on purpose. Because they then came and said, hmm, maybe we're going to do our own layer one. You know, we think that Dow should concentrate on it that. A, it was a
3: very quick recommendation for a layer yeah, one. And yeah. so I think that caught people a little off guard there. They were like, whoa, I mean, that's a big recommendation to make five minutes after this gas war.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. And that was a nasty gas war. I mean, it's nice that they gave that money back to the people that, that really got screwed because like, people lost a lot. I was in the, I was in the uh, other side Discord. Were any of you guys in there at all? That no. place was wild. That place was wild. Like It was like... Yeah, like people were pissed. And like, there was this one that kept getting posted by different people. It was like, I just broke my TV in front of my wife and kids. And my wife
0: took the kids away
2: to a hotel for
1: a week. Not a copy pasta. And they were
2: doing it over and over again it's like it's ruined my life people are saying yeah
1: yeah i think that um this obviously isn't a unique situation like we've had this has happened this has happened for a lot of very high projects like you know people burning insane amount of gas like money yeah. uh just purely trying to pay for gas and And um, but I think that people weren't expecting it from Yuga because it's like they're the number one in the space and, you know, people have really high expectations for them. So, you know, I think that was a problem. It wasn't the fact that there was a problem because, you know, projects have problems all the time. But it's the fact that, you know, a, a project at this scale and this far into the game, like still had, you know, problems and it like the contract wasn't optimized and like, you know all these things and and people were mad even people that got the land like i even saw board eight folders that got land like you know usually you're supposed to be oh oh don't talk shit about your bags you know but they were like voicing their opinions you know um upset yeah. that it kind of went down like this um and yeah like it, it kind of makes me think like i mean i'm definitely I feel like I can kind of speak for the people because I always barely have any ETH at all. Like at all times, I'm just barely scraping by with ETH and I just so hard
3: to keep ETH in your wallet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And all my, you know, money is tied up in these liquid JPEGs for the most part. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, it's just like, I'm like, damn, yeah, I definitely could not like, first of all, I did not even have enough, you know, money to actually get the land itself. But then on top of that to account, you know, you have to have a, an extra couple thousand dollars, like just to pay for gas. Like that's like insane. Like, yeah, I just saw it just uh, you know, it's just like it, it does suck a lot. But you know, I am glad that you're, I don't know. I was curious. Do you guys have to refunding every person who paid like a crazy amount for gas, or is it just the failed transactions?
3: I, th- I think it's just failed.
2: Right. I think it's just found there was a rumor going around that they were refunding everybody earlier today, but I don't think that that is really true. That'd, be pretty, or the that'd case.
3: be pretty crazy considering that would like drain their yeah. war chest that I think everyone loves that they have. You know, yeah. what that, did it end up was was it
2: up. Was it 130 million? Is that what ended up being? Something like that?
3: Seen a couple different numbers, but that sounds a that's around the range. Yeah. I feel like I've seen. Yeah, it's a lot of. Money. Yeah, I don't know. It's so tough because with the Moonbirds a couple weeks ago, the, I mean, with the raffle, you know, people hated. Some people hate it on the raffle, and mm-hmm. then it's like if you don't get picked, it it brings in this question of was it is it fully decentralized again? Like people are picking who can join, and then the gas is a fair way to handle it in ter- in the terms of if you're willing to push your transaction to the top of the queue, like you go first, but it's Mm -hmm. not fair to, or it's, I don't know if fairness is even the right word. It's just, uh, it's not as available or inclusive to people who maybe don't have their bags stacked from ETH or Bayek airdrops, you know, over and over again. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely sad to see. I had some friends who couldn't get in because of that. Like they had the ape, they had, they were ready to go, but, when it came time for the gas, they just couldn't swing it. And so that yep. I think that's a big bummer too, yep. is just the lack of people who are excited about this that got pushed out.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you made a good point there.
1: I just thought of something I'm gonna I'm gonna say that earlier today, I so I have been listening, I told Michael this last time. I've been listing my Doodle and my cool cat on looks Rare like every day. Not that I want to sell it because I'm I like holding on, but you get like points and you earn like looks token literally just for listing like at least 1.5 times the floor so doodles pumped and i literally my doodle almost freaking sold i was freaking out oh, I was like, oh my god no not my forever doodle like yeah, they,
3: they just broke 20 right like,
0: like,
1: yeah did they, they just yeah they did what, what and i wanted to, to tell that? michael that was my thing um oh man i don't Can know
3: what, what happened i think today. liquidity just flowed. Yeah. Yeah. i mean you mentioned liquidity 21.8
2: 21.89 yeah. that's one yes, that didn't really uh, go down that's one that didn't really go down. I guess people were doodles like, going Let's go back I, and "Doodles gone strong." Doodles gone real strong.
3: I saw someone say that Doodles are the first PFP project to break twenty without a sidekick. But that also wouldn't make sense because Moonbirds are above twenty. So maybe without
1: impressive. staking as well.
3: <laughs> maybe it's, it's impressive well, though. Yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. very impressive. But you got re- you got rewards for it for however long you did it, though, huh? I haven't I haven't used. I'm one of those about, I haven't yeah. used looks rare yet.
1: Oh my God, dude. What are you waiting for? <clears throat> Seriously, you should. And and you have a mutant too. You can earn mutants are like the number one. So basically the top 25 projects uh, for the day, um, you get points and you earn like tokens, you know, depending on the project and how many you have and whatever, but literally, yeah, it, it's just like, you have to have it 1.5 times the floor. So obviously if if you have something rare, it's not worth it to list because you're probably going to sell it. But, um, but yeah.
3: What are your takes on like clean PFPs? You know how there's like the ones with rarities and then there's the, like the four yeah. trait, you know, my, my mutants are four trait. So I, I sometimes I don't know, like, is is that mm. something someone wants to someone right. wants, or because it's not it's not gold, it's not something like that? It, One point five could be safe.
2: Yeah, that's a good we question. had a yeah, we, that's a really good question. We had a great conversation with Franklin a couple of weeks ago
3: about just this. I did listen.
2: Yeah, and you know, oh, how we yeah. talked about and this was with the Apes, where he talked about there's only those handful of traits that actually really move the needle at this point. You know, the colored colors in your mouth. Or the gold, or the uh, the noise,
1: because the benefits so, are the same regardless. Right, yeah, what right. It's like. And
2: since it's gotten so high, like for a while, it was a big disparity, like you know, parity in those traits. But if you don't have anything that's like really special. How about Man. this? List it for 1.5 times the floor and find out.
3: Uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I may have to do it and report back. So <laughs> if yeah, it yeah, sells,
1: well, then I will not be held responsible if it sells.
3: I, I yeah. You know, you become so attached to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like, sometimes I don't know, is, is that my forever identity or not? I switched to my moon. I, I got a moon bird too. And I switched to the moon bird for a nice. week. And it was, it was kind of nice. So for the first time to switch it and it was like, okay, I, I can do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it kind of yeah. cut the cut the tie a little bit, but uh, I'll check it out. I'll definitely check it out.
2: Yeah. Let me go back to what my my, my point was to what you said. So Yuga comes out a couple of days ago and they say Dutch auctions are bullshit. But then how you described it, where you put the most money, you put yourself in front of the line, you get one, is basically a Dutch auction. But instead of the team getting the money, the money got burned to the miners. Like yeah. it was like a worse type of Dutch auction in that respect. It still
3: was kind of a Dutch auction. I think even in a Dutch auction, they're like when you get to that price that everyone decides that if it if it hasn't sold out yet, right? It, then that it price, turns
2: into a gas war. Yeah. It's yeah. still
3: a gas war. So we basically yeah. just had a, a that off the bat. Um yeah. but I did see something interesting. Vitalik responded to someone. I yep. had the tweet yep. pulled up somewhere. And he said that uh, it wasn't the contract's fault. It was just the fact that this w- essentially the only way to avoid this kind of thing is just to do some kind of lottery system, some kind of raffle. Essentially, the Top Shot move, the Moonbirds pre that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: I was yeah. just thinking, like, if there was, you know, because the one thing Top Shot really does right is they have a queue system. Where it's like you know you wait in line. It's like oh one hour till it's your turn, and there's only so many people that can. Yeah, it
2: does take like four time. hours to go through. Know, like, so really <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, people were willing to sacrifice their time anyway. Yeah. Everyone was yeah, like yeah, gonna yeah.
2: literally, you know. Well, it took two hours last night. Yeah, it took two hours to do that. So yeah,
1: so so maybe yeah. I don't know how that works, but yeah, there's like a queue system. Uh, yeah, and but like, how would that work with? I don't know i haven't seen any ethereum projects do like q no.
2: systems so that'd, that'd be a that'd be a tough build probably for someone like a one-off
3: yeah. yeah yeah and ap- apparently like Vitalik, i'm not even going to read this tweet because it doesn't even make sense to me i'm not a gas <laughs> expert to be honest <laughs> right, he's talking right, about GUI right. and that's even how you pronounce pronounce it how do you pronounce that i think, I think it's GUI.
2: Yeah. i thought it was GUI. I don't know. It's whatever you want it to be. It's
1: interesting when you
3: read some of these terms in your head, Uh how you pronounce uh in your head. So I actually always, I don't know why, but Board API Club, I pronounce it Bayak in my head, even though it's... Mm. Bayak. Yeah, when
1: you said that earlier, I was literally going to be like, Bayak, bro, I've never heard anybody (laughs) say it like that.
3: It's just how I I said it in my head first. And then, then, but people say bake, and I didn't hear that for the first time until I went to NFT NYC. Uh, (laughs) That's funny.
1: Speaking of NFT NYC, are you going to... The one coming up in June.
3: I am going. And, you know, so I'll say like this is one of the benefits of working for a Web3 company is like they get to they pay for you to go to Web3 conferences because it's a work trip. So I'm, yes. um, I'm going to be there for the week dep- right now looking into doing potentially a music NFT event. I mean, mm-hmm. like music's kind of my background. Mm-hmm. And. We're unstoppable is looking to do a couple really cool things. So we're putting on a, a, a woman of web three event for sure. And trying to figure out what, what our other plays there are, but I'll be there jumping around from some of the communities I'm in. I want to, I definitely want to listen to some talks. I know NFT NYC gets some, gets some slack for having just like a thousand different speakers, yeah, but that's uh, crazy. there's definitely a couple of things I want to listen in on and just network. Yeah. So last year I went at the, it was the day before. and I I had been going back and forth. I just pulled the trigger and I had a friend in New York city who was working kind of for consulting and he had a hotel for the week. And so I crashed with him. So I had free lodging every nice. morning. He covered my breakfast with his per diem. And so I was totally just mooching off him and uh, working from the hotel room during the day. And then just like going to all the parties at night. And it was so, such a good time. It just felt like all these people from around the world that like yeah. believe in this weird thing that they can't really talk to their friends or family about just came together and it was just refreshing. So I'll yeah,
2: that really was, that was an amazing time for sure. November. Cause that was like the first one that was like really a big deal. Uh, that was, that was an absolute yeah. blast.
3: Absolute blast. What about, what about you two?
2: Yeah, we're going.
3: Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll we're going there,
2: and definitely. Andy's going to be there. You know, Jennifer is uh, hosting panels at VCon.
3: I, I, I saw you That's mentioned something about it on Twitter. I yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that'll be that'll be happening first. Then vcon I actually might be throwing an event. I might be collaborating, uh, Evaluate Market um might be collaborating on an event at in New York. So I'll have to invite you guys. If <laughs> oh, wow. so.
3: Heck yeah. But
1: but yeah, I know somebody had, I think somebody tweeted, like, oh, are you guys going to NFT NYC? So I wanted to like say that we were, we will be there. Um
2: Let's revert real quick back to what I was saying where a lot of the projects, um, they like came down in price leading up to yesterday's drop. A lot of them have actually come back some, like Smilesverse got down to 0.74. So, but it was actually really interesting because I started going through a lot of the projects on Flipstop Finance, that website I told you that I really like for data. And a lot of the projects that I'm into that we talk about a lot and all of them, pretty much to our project went back to their price at the very beginning of January. If you remember, we had that huge pump at the beginning of January. So like V friends was its lowest since then it got down to like 8.9. Uh, cool cats got down to like, it got under five for a minute. Cool cats. And I think it's and back the up. CEO the CEO also yeah.
3: stepped down. Right. So they had yes. uncertainty yep. within the project too.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Very true. Uh, smiles verse got down under half an ETH, and now it's back up to almost 0.7 uh dead fellas went down to its po- lowest point since january byo pills the same uh friends 2 went to an all-time low of 0.5 yesterday oh wow. and uh, cool cool pet cool pets went down to 0.75 yeah so like things really really dipped all around the markets yeah uh, leading up to that and they started to come back some but there was a huge dip.
3: Everyone, everyone was just preparing because there was just this massive, yeah. massive FOMO, massive uncertainty. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I'd say that for the people who were able to get in, uh, de- depending, on, depending on the gas fees you paid, you, you might have probably was a good move from a, just a pure financial play. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's, really, it, it's really interesting. Like when a, one project dominates the whole NFT space, is that a good thing? <laughs> Um, I mean, because at, at one point, they they bring so much awareness to the table. They do so much to – when they expand the market, it expands the user base that every project can reach. Uh, and at the same time, you see these residual effects where they suck liquidity. So it's, it's this back and forth.
2: Yeah. Uh, the other side did the same amount of volume in the last 24 hours that uh, mutants and apes did combined in the last 30 days.
3: Crazy, yeah. and it was just two weeks ago that Moonbirds is breaking records, you yeah. Know?
2: Yeah, other side's about to pass Moonbirds all time volume.
3: Oh, wow, in it's, 24 I, hours. And I, I i really wonder who is doing all this trading? Is it new people? What do you think? Is right. it new people, or is it just these apes just doing? Mm,
1: I don't know about uh, I don't, I personally don't know if like new people, maybe people that have been watching yoga for a while and like maybe they really jumped on that kyc thing but i do think it's a lot of people that have that have been in the space that have money because i just think it's like new people don't have money unless they do maybe rich if people, you're I new
2: guess. it's it's even hard to it would have been hard to figure that out if you're yeah. a new person to like yeah. with the gas like and what's going on up, with my like, metamask yeah like yeah. what the yeah it would have been that would have been right. tough to figure out um it's all it's it's a lot of like the same people pay. We'd probably be surprised how few people it is passing that money back and forth. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like, I up was and just, down and up,
3: but yeah, I was just watching. I was up so late last night, just watching things go, trying to make decisions yeah. here. And I was I would click on people's wallets when I saw a sale. I was like, all right, that's an interesting one. Yeah, who was this I'm, person? Yeah, and yeah. and some and sometimes you just get to a wallet that has the worst NFTs in it, and you're just like, <laughs> whoa. You just spent Shit. thirty ETH and you have, you know, some something I've never even seen before that I is know, worthless. I know. You know, and I, so like who who are you, yeah, dude? Sometimes a, I'll
1: be judging thoughts. people. I'll be like judging their wallets. Like I'm like. Oh, this person that was a bad move. And then I'm like judging what they have in there, like, oh yeah, that makes sense.
2: Like,
1: <laughs> I was straight up sometimes, yeah, I'd definitely be judging people. Yeah.
3: Well. You see someone who bought like the top of a couple <laughs> yeah, projects, yeah. and then they just bought your like the NFT from your project, and you're like, Oh, oh no, maybe that's that's the sign.
2: <laughs> it's a sign, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh yeah, that was that was wild. this is a, a situation that we talked about for a long time, like. Who, and they have another 100,000 lands to go.
1: I don't really fully understand the land. Like, you know, it, it, is, it, is it directly related? People are saying, oh, it's not even really Bored Apes. It's like something different. Like,
3: yeah. I don't
1: even, I do so, not understand the land. Or the coda thing, really. I kind
3: of think about it in two fields. Like, Bor- Yuga is going after the, there's the Metaverse play, and there's the in-real-life in, in play. And in real life, you got merch parties the miami clubhouse that's coming and i mean i think there's going to be a chain of like clubhouses across Mm. the world eventually um and then then they got the metaverse play so other side is the full video game play to earn uh nft wearables avatars like that whole side of things so it's just the expansion because right now everyone has like the apes and the the profile pictures but what do we really do with them online? I mean, not, I would say right. up until today, not mm-hmm. much. Still don't really know how the apes play a part in it, but you you would think that the NFT has to have some impact in the digital realm versus just an access token to membership events, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. If you were to make like a web two, web three analogy and you look at Yuga kind of like either Google or Amazon, you know, who knows if that's, if they'll have that kind of future, but like, you know, the board Apes was like when Amazon was selling books, you know, and then we didn't know what was going to be coming. We don't know what's going to be coming, but you know, if you have trust in, in that brand, then hopefully they're going to deliver this new world of opportunity that, you know, you couldn't have imagined that with, with Amazon, what was coming, you know, and Amazon's still like, you're going to have drones delivering your stuff like on demand. Like, yeah. Amazon is so popular now
1: to think it just started as just books. Literally right. I order
2: off of Amazon,
1: like, Every other day, it's like crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. My uh, wife gets packages constantly every day. There's two or three packages <laughs> yeah. at the front door. I'm like, what are you? Ordering? Like literally
1: anything you can get, yeah, like from Amazon. Like if you can think yeah. about it, it's probably on Amazon.
2: Like right. Well, it's crazy. funny. My mom says like I couldn't find this or that. I'm like, why don't you just search it on Amazon? Like it's <laughs> there, you know.
3: I, I I live in Portland, Oregon, and mm. um the the one area of the united states that might be slightly anti-amazon so you'd be surprised how many people here who just don't order from amazon yeah so, uh, there's but,
1: a lot of local stores in, in
2: portland so yeah so what else has been going on this week uh ens blew up i saw jennifer you had a tweet the- <laughs> about that so uh
1: yeah well it wasn't exactly just ens names which are basically like Think of them as domain names on the right. blockchain that can be your wallet address. Like, uh, anyway, it's it was a number once, like the first 10,000, all of a sudden people became fascinated by the fact that, oh my God, you could secure 5873.eth as your wallet, and that can be your wallet address. And they started flying off the shelves. Everybody registered them, and they all sold out in like a day. And I feel like Daniel got hits like led that cult-like yeah. mute movement of like mm. <laughs> guys. He's been he's been a huge advocate of ENSs for so long, but he just became like obsessed with numbers recently for some reason, and then he's just been like spreading the word like crazy, and then everybody just also just followed along with that. Um, Yo, but sorry, I-, I
3: have some I have some takes, a couple like thoughts here, and I will say like I literally work for the ENS competitor. So that's right. Like, uh, that's right. Unstoppable domains. We there's there's a long backstory here that I uh don't yeah, have let's time hear to get this into. Is, but our, I mean, our are... founder, our founders at Unstoppable were working at the hackathon, like with the people from the ENS team on like ENS, and then decided to essentially they had different viewpoints on things. Like this is back in like 2017, I believe. And um huh. And create unstoppable so we we also make nft domain names and it's interesting having this inside view at unstoppable because ens gets a lot of the clout online mm-hmm. I, and it's because like you see celebrities and a lot of people i had an ens i, I mean i still do have an ens name um but you like people rep their ens name on twi- twitter a lot more than their unstoppable name and w- with the so I saw. I'll plug Unstoppable here real quick. Do, if you're interested in NFT domains, I would definitely recommend learning about Unstoppable. There's some differences. I'd I'd be happy to mention to you guys. I, and I'll never say anything bad about another project. I think everyone's helping make this space bigger. We're all innovating and competition. And you is can say whatever you
2: want. If you got, you have I have some to good things to say. Yeah. I
1: like I like Unstoppable Unstoppable domains because you can get .dot NFT .dot Crypto .dot X.
3: Yeah. Those so are my offer,
1: favorite
3: ones. Yeah, we offer some other alternative like uh, domain extensions. And so mm-hmm. ENS is really focused on just Ethereum. So that's yeah. why you, your only option is .eth. At mm-hmm. Unstoppable Domains, we're we're more blockchain agnostic. So we do mint on Polygon and you also have the option for Ethereum, uh, but right now we cover all all gas fees on on Polygon. And a couple of the major differences are one, uh we we're, that decision to be on other chains is actually really important. And it's interesting that we just saw this gas war come out. Then we saw the Yuga Labs mentioned, hey, maybe we need to build an a, a, a blockchain dedicated to eight because obviously that this is not the best solution for our consumers our users our members and so when you have a company that's willing to be flexible around the blockchain that they mint on it, especially when it's a roll-up so like an l2 that still rolls up to the security on ethereum you can push solutions that are better for users with unstoppable you don't have these crazy gas fees some you can mint a ens name sometimes and it's six dollars gas but sometimes you go in there and it could be 500 a thousand depends how long you register it for uh, and that's another key difference with ens you you don't own and I'll, I'll i'll tell this to everyone who's an ens supporter you don't own your ens name you rent it it's a it's a web2 subscription-based model and you pay you you pay your yearly registration up front and i want to i i throw back to you what other nft do you not own outright do you rent and it's a uh, I, I just think that's interesting how it gets missed by a lot of people. We talk mm-hmm. about decentralization and they do have a DAO, And I, I think that's an interesting play. Um, and I'll also say, uh, this is, this is like literally my jam. So I could talk about this forever, but like they have the DAO. unstoppable doesn't have the DAO. I think when you give thousands of people, a lot of money, they become hardcore supporters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, they uh, drop that token. That's right. Yeah.
3: And, and, you know, I got it too. And it was awesome. Uh, there's, you see a lot in crypto and web3 and we're going to see it so much more. You got Coinbase and then you have Uniswap. Like you have the the centralized version and the decentralized one. You have OpenSea and then you have LooksRare. And we're going to see that over and over again. You have ENS, you have unstoppable domains. And it's there's just just slight differences, but uh the decentralized version in the long run will often not be able to reach a, a wide market adoption. In the beginning, because how many steps do you have to go through to get your ENS name? You know, you have to have a MetaMask, etc. Unstoppable. You can pay with your credit card. So I, I, I like what they serve, but um, yeah, there, there's some cool, there's there's some interesting differences there. So I always want to let people know there's an alternative. But it, the numbers was yeah. interesting. You know, you can do subdomains, and I, that's really why they blew up. People are like, oh, if I can get this four digit domain, then I can basically. Rent out these subdomains to every project who wants them. And I, I think that's another interesting thing is like I think about NFT domains as not an NFT you flip. That should be your identity. That is your name. That's your one login, your one profile across every decentralized application. And yet with ENS, there's a big like flipping culture. Oh, buy I'm gonna buy Coca-Cola.eth. So Coke has to pay me 50 ETH. Mm-hmm. And at Unstoppable, that like resell thing is really just less of a focus. We do have resales too. Someone just not as many as ENS, to be frank. Someone just resold one of their uh, domains for like 150k a couple weeks ago. That was that was wow. a big one. But we really push: this is your name, this is your identity, you own it, and and that's yours. And so versus, let me try to name squat.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my that's a little bit yeah. of a rant there.
1: Yeah, yeah my. I have a question. Sorry, I just have a question no, for you please, since you're please. here. You know, I might as well take advantage of the fact that you're here. And also, I really like that you. You know, it's like you're able to kind of speak on this and and give your input. I totally forgot about the fact no, that I, you work for Unstoppable. I love during it during this discussion as well. But um, so you can't set your like on OpenSea like our. I don't know how to describe this. Your wallet address. You can't like set it to be like. Jenny from the blockchain.nft, right? Like, cause I've tried and like, I don't know how to do it.
3: So that, that comes down to the, does the application have the domain integrated resolution wise? And okay. we, we unstoppable has partnered with OpenSea. I can't say where there's going to be a specific date where unstoppable domains are fully integrated into OpenSea. And when you Buy or sell a domain, you'll see your name listed on like the uh, the transaction history. But we have a we have a mm-hmm. our, our, we actually have two hundred employees at Unstoppable now. I mean, I joined in January. There was about ninety. Wow. We're, we're probably at like one eighty now, and so Jeez. we're we're growing rapidly. We have a business development team f- fully dedicated on building partnerships with like every Web three decentralized application in the space, and and also some big like Web two companies, and so you can log into other websites using your NFT domain and and grow that integration base. So I will say like, and we've, we've talked about this internally integration with OpenSea and integration with MetaMask are probably the two biggest downsides to the unstoppable domain right now, because we're not integrated with MetaMask and it's, it's as a a employee and an NFT holder, that's frustrating um, because there's hundreds of thousands of unstoppable domain holders that would also love to be able to use those services with their domains. So I think once that comes, yeah. you'll see it a lot more. And that and that kind of will bleed into also seeing it on Twitter a lot more and whatnot.
2: What mm-hmm. mm. you Sorry, Michael. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm just chatting up. You're good.
1: Keep okay, asking questions. I have one more time to interrupt you and yeah, then I, my, is, I finish my cue. No, okay, stuff. I just wanted to say, I have an alpha leak that I just remembered this. As you were saying, like, oh, we've inter- we're like collaborating with as many Web3, you know, companies and to integrate. Anyway, I don't know if I should be saying this. I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, for Evaluate Market, we literally, it's like, it's not live yet, but like it's gonna be live like once we like push out the new push. We you can now like log in through Unstoppable. Like you can like connect, and it's like yeah, we've integrated with Unstoppable domains, which I literally forgot about until you just said that. And I was Heck like, oh, no, yeah, hey, no, that that's yeah. really
3: awesome. And so yeah, with we have login with Unstoppable, so you can think of you know Web two, you log in with your email or your Facebook, and mm-hmm now you can start logging into websites with your domain. And at first it's basic, it's it's using your domain versus just using email or connecting to your wallet. And the the power of a domain, people don't realize yet. I think NFT domains are going to be one of the biggest use cases of Web3 that takes like Web3 broader. It's it's bigger bigger Mm. than art. It's like not, it's not just video games. Every single person has a name. And every single person interacts on the internet. And so this, this affects all of us. So the way I think about it is once you we, we need to be able to take our digital identities around to every website we go to. And that is more than it's more than just your email. It's your, it could be as basic as your shipping address, it's your payment information. And we can start associating off-chain data to our on-chain identity. And so maybe you, maybe you just bought a home. And you have your mortgage information. So some kind of like binary. I just bought a more, do you have a, are you a new homeowner? Yes or no. This is just a complete hypothetical. Like yes or no. And let's say it's yes. That's associated with your NFT domain. Now you're surfing the web. You use login with Unstoppable on Wayfair and Wayfair sees new homeowner. They can send you customized promotions because you've permissioned them access to that data. So that's like, there's just going to be a whole world where you start associating all these different data points with you. And then you can start logging into these websites. I mean, what, what about evaluate? Like if you log in with unstoppable and you've connected, you've connected certain NFT collections, um, to your domain, you know, you log in right away and it's probably already actually available with your wallet, but, um, you could see evaluates features for the domains associated with you stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, but I, I think it's awesome that we're partnered with you guys. So I'd love yeah, to see it. And thanks awesome. for the shout out. I actually didn't even realize because we're, we're integrating with apps every day. <laughs> okay. So it's hard to yeah. keep up with.
1: Yeah, and I know Christian, uh, CEO of Evaluate
3: is coming on your guys' pod soon. Yeah, I'm stoked to talk to him about just like the whole data analytics side of the blockchain. I mean, I come from a data yeah. science background myself. So oh, nice. how nice. we can start doing like more on-chain analysis is super interesting and, and you guys sure. were really leading the way i mean when evaluate evaluate market came out during the top shot um, yeah. top shot craze everyone <laughs> i mean i was going on there every day and watching my numbers go mm-hmm. up and then my numbers
1: just so. <laughs> yeah. now it's just going down you know but
3: <laughs> i still yeah. hodl uh, i still hodl my my uh season 1 it's not that rare, but it's a season one LeBron dunk in the bubble, uh, the alley-oop from Caruso. So I will hold that one forever.
2: Nice. I think anything LeBron is what's going to really be the, the cream in five, ten years when he goes into the Hall of Fame, when they start making documentaries about him like Jordan. Le- I actually have like, I didn't collect all that much. I might have 50 moments, but like 22 of them are LeBron. Because I was for LeBron, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. It's like whatever the player yeah. said. So that
3: was an easy one to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't call it my favorite Sixers fan, uh, but I live here in Miami, and I went to a lot of games when he was here for four years. I, a lot. I go every time the Sixers are down here. Sixers are actually here tomorrow night for the playoffs. Sixers yeah. heat.
3: Um, uh, bummer but, that uh, Beads got that injury. Just it's it it's a, a nightmare, dude.
2: We were up 29 when that happened in the closeout game. It was, it's awful. It's freak accident,
3: you know, I mean, not not normal, but probably shouldn't have been in the game when you're up 29. No,
2: you absolutely should not have been in the game. Uh, I mean, it's a closeout game. You don't want to take anything for chance, but it's 29. And like Siakam comes down the lane and just bashes him right in the eye. Like awful. I can't believe it. Of course that happens. So. But Sixers are down here two two nights this week. I'm excited about. But I was like, what I was saying about LeBron is I really grew to appreciate him. I went to Game Seven of the NBA Finals versus Spurs when they beat the Spurs. I went to a lot of really amazing games and just watched him. Like he's incredible for sure. Even the people that hate him will, will still admit he's like a top three or four player of all time.
3: Yeah, I you know, so like the the goat conversation will always be uh <laughs> always be an argument.
2: Yeah. It will. He didn't. He's not. I mean, unless he gets a couple more championships, it's it's going to be hard to give it to him. But you know, he's got he's got everything else. He's got everything else.
3: Yeah, maybe for another pod, we'll argue about that. He's my. Girl.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. This was I, to, I, No, I've made that. I've made that argument before too. I. I. It's. It's <laughs> not hard to make the argument for him. Um. But. Uh, but he. He needs those championships. He just. You know. He needs. He needs a couple more for people really to
3: iron it in there yeah <laughs> yeah but What other nft stuff you want to talk about yeah yeah what um, were you going to talk about before i interrupted you like twice we're always circling uh, back to
2: Yeah, <laughs> to when, I, I know. whatever i get yeah when i get uh pushed to the side um, <laughs> hey this is my it, podcast remember yeah, i know I'm the I, oh, oh. I remember i know i remember <laughs> i remember i hear, it I, about I it, hear it I hear it all the time yeah well, how about Medic, How about Medicaid? Did you see what happened with that, Jennifer? And I talked about Medicaid. that. What for- happened? So they well, uh, a few days ago, uh, Maddie was like, "Things are going to." There's a big announcement coming. Uh, this project's never going to be the same. Okay. The price, if you remember, I bought one, two, and three uh, a month ago, and I paid about five ETH total. And mm. yesterday they shot all the way up. It was about thirteen ETH to buy them all let's and, go yeah, now, now it's down to like 11 but like they released if you go on to his uh you know medicare his twitter they released mm-hmm. these videos of this the game they're building like
0: yeah. uh,
2: look looks really cool but the price is all the price is all shot up yeah really good videos um
3: i'm looking at it now it's given me it's kind of given me uh I'm pretty sure you both are in biopills, right? Um, yeah, I yes. heard that on the, the one of the podcasts I was listening to. It kind of give these videos are giving me biopill video vibes when they yeah. release like the Voyager stuff.
2: Right, right, for sure, for sure. Oh my God, they should sense. collab we don't need 10 million of, games we need like one amazing <laughs> yeah can everyone just collab together like
3: uh-huh. i was really hoping biopills would come out and say something about collabing with the other side because their whole thing is mm. interoperability and right. and they've come out with that from the start and so i was hoping that they would say something about it but uh not yet yeah but we huddled right so yeah we we do.
2: we've huddled that yeah, actually, I meant to. I meant to five of those when it happened. Right now, I have two of everything. I think Jennifer
3: has the same two of everything. Yes. Yeah, I just have one of one,
2: everything. Oh, yeah, hey,
3: uh, cool.
1: that, that yeah. makes it good. That makes it easy to huddle. That's what I yeah. always say. If you just have one, it's the easiest. Like my doodle, it's like, yeah, it's the most valuable thing. I literally traded it, you know, with the founder for one ETH worth of actually BYO pill stuff yeah. um, because that's what I had. But yeah, I'm just like, I only have one. So how can I let it go? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I just really wonder how many games can we play? (laughs) It's a a legitimate question. No, that's a great
2: question. I actually don't play any games. Like Mm. I haven't even started doing the cool pets thing yet. Like games really aren't my thing. Dude, Give me your login. I'll
1: do, I'll I'll earn, I'll earn the cool. I'll freaking earn the milk for you. Well, yeah i do my, it every single day every single need, day a couple you need hours my, my seat you need my seat yeah, phrase you need my yeah just I'll, give okay. me your seat phrase um <laughs> you know and yeah i'll okay i'll
3: just wipe your wallet they don't have what they don't have the rental programs yet what are those called um like axie you can,
1: that, yeah you can rent yeah right uh there's like scholars and scholars, scholarships it, yeah. and stuff like that yeah they should they should have that that'd be cool
3: yeah it's probably but, coming yeah. There's, it's definitely yeah. going to be in. I mean, that's definitely going to be a play. I'd imagine. And the other side is being able to get rewards for people playing with some of your characters or playing on your land, that kind of stuff. I would think so. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I just don't know how many games we can play realistically. I, I, would I agree. know. I'm not playing. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm not really playing any games right now. I, I have in the past a little bit, but my my closest friend that does games seriously just not he's just not into crypto and uh even though he buys skins which i tried to do the whole hey man you can own a skin and and take it to all your games kind of and resell it
2: one day yeah
3: exactly (laughs) yeah but he he wasn't about it he just wants to buy his skins on you know whatever game he's playing but we're we're also i would have i just don't even know still what what the age group that games most is i would imagine it's maybe a little bit younger versus the older age group and the people with money are in the old, slightly older age group. So it's, it will be interesting because everyone wants to come out with a game because games get buzz, but uh, there's, that's a trend. And I think eventually that trend has to shift to that, not being the next thing on a project's roadmap.
1: It just, I think about it like top shot as well, how they don't advertise their moments as NFTs. And they're really trying to cater to basketball fans of just like, you know, here's digital trading cards like, you know, that are just easy to buy, sell and trade. And so I I feel like they need to kind of integrate NFT, just digital ownership into existing games already and not make it a big deal and not make it about monetization because people some people just hate the fact that oh you make a bunch of money like that's so scammy and ponzi and blah blah blah. like they just like it it shouldn't have to be about that maybe it's just a different angle that they have to take and like i think gamers also think about the quality of the game and you know a lot of these games are you know these web three games are not the best i play two games right now the cooltopia i guess Is a game and then Gods Unchained, which is just for fun. It's a blockchain game, and I own all my you know cards in it and stuff, but it was really just for fun. And I've never been a gamer before that, so I don't really have expectations on how games are supposed to be. I don't know. I feel like they have to just weave it in there without making it seem like this is an NFT. Like
2: you're actually exactly right about that. I've heard a lot of people say that in the future and in gaming, that NFTs will be so ubiquitous, we're not even going to call them NFTs. It's just going to be you own your digital, you know, merchandise. Yeah, it's not. You're not even going to call.
3: Them. Uh, you know, it's just, it's the MP3 example, kind of like no one actually. I I, I want to challenge you to. Do you know what MP3 stands for?
2: Oh, uh, well, music
1: player three.
3: <laughs> I don't know either, and that's the thing. It doesn't matter, but I, it's just that same vibe. Like no one. What's an MP3? Like an right. you know, MP3 is is audio file or it's a song. Right. So what's right. an NFT? Like, it doesn't matter what an NFT is. You just know like, oh, I play these things or I own them.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just like yeah. digital collectible.
3: Yeah. The, yeah. E- Elon Musk said something really insightful about crypto or it was kind of like crypto tangential, but he was talking about, it was a tweet around commerce and was saying that you know for commerce to evolve we need a smoother form of transaction like whatever form of currency we use what it doesn't matter if it's dollars or whatever it we're going to use the one that reduces the friction of transaction reducing friction of transaction and when you think about nfts we have to we're going to evolve to do things that reduce the friction of usability like you don't nfts are kind of like it just does, it's like a puzzle piece that doesn't always fit just right, you know, and we need to get to that place where it's smooth and it's seamless. And until you don't even realize that's what you're doing. And, uh, yeah. and right now there is a lot of thinking around it. I'm just uh, the steps I had to walk my mom through last night for this mint. It was kind of crazy walking her through it. And, um, that is, that is not going to take us to world adoption, you know?
1: Props to you for doing that though, because that's like yeah, mad awesome. respect for like actually walking through, you know, how how to do something that's super kind of complicated unless you're actually in it and you know you fully understand everything. It's like, yeah, that can be overwhelming. So that that was very nice of you to to teach your mom, especially and like get her into it. Thanks. I love that.
3: It's Thanks. Awesome. Shout out, mom, if you're listening to this. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you jumped into web three and uh <laughs> And and yeah, now you don't regret listening to me talk about crypto punks and apes uh, at nauseum on the phone.
2: <laughs> nice. What are what are some of the other projects that you're into? What are some of your favorites? Your big bags, your if your your strong you know, plays.
3: My um, yeah, my my bag since day one, and it's really why I'm here. Is my is the apes? Uh, I got an I got an ape for like 0.4 ETH back in. Like a couple of weeks after Mint, it was the f- yep. it was also the first NFT I sold. I-, I like to tell people I sold it accidentally because <laughs> it my first it was the first one I ever listed on OpenSea. I listed it at like eighty. The floor was one. I went camping for a week, four shot up type of. One. But um, wow. Yeah. So, but I I got back into mutants like right away and been holding it ever like ever since midnight. Bio pills. I, I was in World of Women for a bit. Uh, Roboto's. I just had Pablo Stanley on the Unstoppable podcast uh, mm-hmm. the past week. Um, so Roboto's he has a recall. new. He has
2: a new project coming, right? Doesn't he? Yeah
3: he he he's got a couple things in the cooking. Um, he's working on kind of more Web three tooling for creators to do mm-hmm. like generative projects with ease. Think like no code Web two things like, uh-huh. uh, but for Web three. So I think that's awesome and honestly i i don't like i'm not i'm really not a trader i i don't do a lot of selling but i did i had a very rare Roboto it was like top 200 uh cyborgo with a halo and um it, it was super clean and i sold it at the top it was crazy let's and,
1: go um, that's very sad just like
3: i the follow top. the guy who bought it and he's super he's like a Roboto super fan and yeah. he's think he's really happy with it but the yeah. four is just not there anymore but, yeah. um, the first time I think I ever sold the top. So, uh, that was, oh, but, um, that's a
2: good feeling. Yeah. yeah.
3: But yeah. So I rolled, I rolled that first ape sale for eight ETH. I rolled that into a mutant world of women, bio pills, Roboto, and like rolled world of women and, and all those three into a couple other things. Um, my moon, I got a moon bird and that's I'm, awesome. I'm holding that still. So I, I got, I bought that on the bottom. I didn't mint, but I got it when it dropped down to eight. It was like came out hot. It was like twelve, trickled down, picked it up at eight, then it skyrocketed. Yeah. Nice work. Um, I don't know. I got some other random stuff. I'd have to like open up my OpenSea and look. I've got some music NFTs, uh, which are really fun. Daniel Allen, he's a big uh, a Web three musician. If you're if you're familiar, he was in Time, um, doing mm-hmm. some innovative stuff. I saw him in person at NFT NYC, and I I, I vibed. So I scooped up the one of his his sound X, XYZ collections and um, yeah. also a Snoop Dogg one. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I, I got a good collection here. Yeah, you I, got you know, some good solid stuff. I opened my OpenSea and I got to talk about it real quick is I, I have a Euler beat. And the Euler beat is I look at that and that's really where in tandem with Top Shot, it was that like first couple weeks I got into NFTs, Euler beats were like a lot of the talk of the town. Beanie was talking about them. Uh, DC. An investor was talking about them and I got a print. I bought it for like nine mm-hmm. ETH and with some friends. And instead, if I had, it was either the Euler beat for nine ETH or like a punk for 15 ETH. And I just had <laughs> never spent that kind of money on anything before, you know, and I couldn't convince myself to do my friends were like willing to throw in a little bit, but they weren't willing to throw in that much. And I just didn't have right. enough to get up to the punk. So I was like, all right, I can't do the punk people would talk about this Euler beat. Let's, yolo let's do this thing um so that will probably just never be sold because it doesn't have the demand anymore but it's one of the uh og on chain like music projects so it's kind of cool
2: yeah very cool
1: are your friends into nfts too like the ones that went in on that or they just you just like don't update them about the fact that it's kind of down bad or like what's the situation there
3: so you know like NFTs popped during peak pandemic, right? So at the time I had just moved to Seattle and I was living in a house with five uh, five guys total. So just a, Jesus. a big house, five of us. It was, was like chaos. I yeah, I didn't know any of them before moving too. And it turned out awesome. I can't speak more highly of it. Uh, so also shout out to the guys at The Planet and Genesis LP8 group chat. Um, so I, basically I was into crypto and it just started off as... Conversations around the couch at night, like conversations on the porch. And we would talk about crypto. And then all of a sudden, like they're buying a little bit of ETH, they're buying a little bit of Bitcoin. And I had just gotten burned so bad in 2017, riding the wave up and riding it all the Mm. way down. I said, look, this wave is coming. And I'm I'm not going to make the same mistake I did last time. I'm out here to accumulate the the blue chip cryptos, my Bitcoin and my Ethereum. I'm not touching altcoins. And then NFTs came out and I like I bought that top shot before we, we ever talked about NFTs and um, I told them and then we started talking about it. And at first they were all anti-NFTers, but the mm. more we talked about it, it just was like every night was a two hour conversation around crypto. And now they're all hundred percent bought in. Um, they've all started to accumulate Bitcoin and Ethereum. They, they they all bought top shots with me. I would say none of them have made the jump that I made. Um and it's tough it's it's tough to spend your harder and save money on on something when you're not keeping up with it every day but uh yeah. i think they definitely believe in the vision but they are not like they're not aping into things like i am on a week to week basis but that's cool but uh, i definitely update them and and they always want to know more
1: yeah taking that leap from from top shot like it was like the people that just stayed in top shot they were stubborn and they didn't want to you know move over and kind of oh well, what else what's happening on ethereum you know it's like i was
3: slow i was slow myself
1: I mean, but you still took the jump at some, I was slow too. I, I was stubborn. I was like, no, I'm a Dapper Labs maxi. Like I'm not doing anything that's not, you know, flow. And it was like, I don't know. That's just how it was. Like that's, you know, Crypto Kitties got me started. Like, I don't know. I just was really into that. And then, and then you realize, wait a minute, like, let me be open-minded. Like, you know, let me, let be- me, yeah, it's just.
3: In the beginning, OpenSea felt. Like OpenSea felt like I don't want to use the word trash, but like OpenSea was like the low quality stuff. You know, ed- anything was on OpenSea, and then I don't know. People were just uploading gifts and stuff and selling, trying to sell them as NFTs. So mm-hmm. OpenSea just had this weird vibe to me at first, and I I just was slow to adopt. But um, yeah, if only I was a little earlier, I would have minted the Apes too. But my my friend who founded this music NFT company, Dwight Mint Songs, I I just. Follow him on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, he's got an ape, and it was I was basically like, "Well, if Dwight's buying something, I need to know what that is." And that For that sure. was really led me there. Yep,
2: I was I was in uh, VV. Have you familiar with VV? I did start I, with I Top Shot. It. I yeah. know it. I went to VV. Actually, started a Facebook group. Met all these amazing people, awesome people, people I'm still friends with, and I know a lot of people that still are just into VV and didn't come over. Um, I got lucky in the fact that I was, I got into NFTs because of Gary V that our listeners are going to be totally shocked to hear me say that. Uh, but uh, you talk so, about Gary V every single episode, Yeah, Gary, you're the man, Gary, Gary listens to every episode too. So that's awesome that
3: we, we get <laughs> Maybe to talk one about day, story listen to for you about Gary. So like behind me, it's, it's getting a little darker, but you can't see, I got this photo. I did a lot of music stuff. Did some uh-huh. concerts, my like with my friend and like had this rap thing going on. And we made a rap song. Like we were trying to target Gary so hard. So we made a rap song called I feel like Gary V. I shot the music video. Uh I totally thought that was gonna go viral. Yeah. He never, he never retweeted it though. Dude, uh,
1: I want to see it. I wanna see it. just uh, to send it to Senate. us
2: later. Yeah. 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 I was just saying that because that's actually how I came over to Ethereum, is when he started saying, Hey, everybody, get a MetaMask. I got a MetaMask loaded up with eth I loaded it up buy some v friends bought some V friends
3: dude I, I faded Gary everything. First. when Gary yeah. came out with the v friends it was just like
2: most people did and that's probably did. why it was so good because yeah. uh you know, yeah,
3: the yeah people yeah.
2: The, the people that bought it were the people
3: that were into him and didn't want to sell because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I just had been listening to him for years and too yeah. I, I, and it just felt me I too I dude I,
1: yeah the entrepreneur he was really big in like the and oh my god, it's so funny how now like NFT events are super popular. I used to go to a ton of like entrepreneur events which used to be like all the raids like everyone would go to the entrepreneur events like even if you weren't even like an entrepreneur. You were just like interested and it was such like a big thing, which I feel like now it's kind of not really that much of a big thing and now like NFTs is the big thing. But yeah, it was like interesting, you know, following Gary was kind of like that annoying, like, entrepreneur that always like was talking like just so much. And it's like, okay, you kind of had to listen to him, but low key, he was like, okay, you know.
3: Yeah, we Gary, went through v, that, get that phase. We went through that phase of NFTs where influencers had some cash grabs. And it, Gary V was not that. And he was also, I'd say, before, but we like crypto. What's his name? Crypto eight eight eight, or you know that guy? uh mm-hmm. yep. Twitter. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I mean, he had the uh, whatever his project is. The inner, inner yeah, like
2: the inner up circle. Inner circle really... went up to three. It went up to three. It's down to nothing now, almost.
3: Yeah, that that died. Nothing really. We've seen a, we've seen a the...
2: couple yeah.
3: others. Couple
2: it's other down zero?
3: to it's Wait, yeah, zero. It's tech not tech zero.
2: It's not zero, but it's not zero, but it's. Uh, Don't you two. have
1: one?
2: Don't you have one? I sold mine at like three ETH. It's down to point two.
3: And another top, nice.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I bought well, it for like 0. 0.5 and sold it for like three. ETH and it's now it's I mean, he could he could still do something with it. He had that amazing website, you know, that 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 eight, 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 a new world that like that website was beautiful with that video listing yeah. all the best artists
3: in the space.
2: And I'm not sure yeah. what's going on over there.
3: I, I just find something super interesting and it, it helps to be in this every day. Like whoever's, if whoever's listening, you're probably like pretty deep in NFTs, I'd imagine, but tracking the trends and, and noticing when something is being talked about more um, where this is such a trend driven industry right now, because we're part of it's because we're rapidly innovating. And so yeah. at, we're in real time, we're discovering what's next and then right. jumping to that. Yeah.
2: Everybody always wants the hot new thing. That's a, that's a line I use. We used to use it in tickets all the time. Uh, You talking about music. I was actually a ticket broker before mm, this for 17 years. So mm. that I was similar industries to me. I really, I was able to jump in because of that experience, but yeah, everybody always wants the hot new thing. Like whatever, you know, there's always going to be something new. Um, Most of these projects, they go up and they're going to come back down. Most of them.
3: Yeah. Chris Dixon is like a big Web3 VC from Andreessen Horowitz. He has a good quote that says, innovation at the beginning often looks like a toy. And the, the cool things people are the, like, the, the, the next thing looks like a hobby for the smart people on the weekends. And mm. it's like a little bit different in Web3, right? But I like to keep that in mind and think about the next thing is probably something that I see on Twitter and I'm like, uh, not important. But when I, whenever I see something on Twitter that I don't quite understand, that's NFT related, that triggers like every red flag for me or green flag that says, oh, "All yeah. right, save that, learn that." Like, are, are people talking about optimism rollups right now? I have that just blew my brain. But I'm gonna read that thread, follow up on that article because if I don't know what an L2 is, it, I probably should. And so that uh, that always helps me catch the next thing is when I don't understand something I see on Twitter
1: yeah that's good advice
3: yeah what is
1: an l2 describe it
3: an l2 is a as is a, a blockchain that is either cheaper or more efficient more scalable to use but that rolls up to an l1 so an l1 would the, the main one would be ethereum uh, a great l2 for example is polygon so polygon does transactions much easier much more efficient and at lower costs. Than Ethereum, but they're still it's still benefiting from Ethereum security. So they're I would I kind of would say instead of publishing every transaction on Ethereum, like one transaction goes to Ethereum, then another Polygon would take like a hundred of them and then push that all to Ethereum at once, so it can happen in, in more efficiently. There's like three every blockchain faces something called the blockchain tri- trilemma. I, I was just thinking about this before the call or our podcast. It's scalability transaction speed and security I want to say I feel like scalability and speed might be the same thing and I'm, I'm forgetting the third try element of this triangle but uh l2s are going to help optimize on like one of those core things on the on the blockchain trilemma um, to do, do something faster cheaper but the l1 will almost always be more secure mm-hmm
1: yeah and i thought i remembered reading somewhere that metallic was saying like that ethereum was not really meant for like nfts and stuff to be like minted directly onto like it's kind of like that's like the that should be like a layer two thing is what he was kind of saying which i thought was kind of interesting (laughs) because like that's not how things are happening right now
3: yeah and i i think you can even see that in their roadmap and i'm not I'm by no means in Ethereum, someone so deep in the Ethereum roadmap, I can talk super intelligently about everything, but they're focusing more on roll-ups right now and things like zero-knowledge proofs. They're not focusing on uh, necessarily transaction speed per second. Like the the merge, the big thing that's happening with the merge is proof of work to proof of stake. It's not like increasing transaction speed tenfold. Um and so that's why like gas fees and stuff, I don't think they're going to really change with the merge. So we're going to rely on roll-ups and, and, and some of these proofs to uh, mm. do some off chain work and then, but, and then put the the truth, the proof of record back on chain. So we're, you're not even going to realize we're going to live in a world. Eventually we were talking about N, like the NFTs earlier with the realizing what's an NFT game and what's not, but uh you're not even going to realize most of the things you're doing are on the blockchain eventually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because of these rollups, will make things so fast right. and efficient. There won't be costs and gas fees and stuff like that. And I will say, just mm-hmm. for any listeners, if you want another little alpha thing, like the Optimism, Optimism's a, a, an L2 on Ethereum, and they just had their announced their airdrop last week. But Ar- Arbitrum is another L2, and it's basically everyone's basically. It's a surefire thing that they're going to come out with a token eventually too. So if you want to do a little bit of learning on some L2s and maybe a little bit of airdrop farming, uh, bridge some ETH over to Arbitrum, test it out, learn what it is, spend an hour, spend $50 in gas fees. And uh, you never know if a token is coming your way. That's
1: the nice thing about Web3, right? Is if you use things, sometimes they reward you.
3: (laughs) People say the, 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 the trend to do is play to play to earn, but it's really play to earn. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember unstoppable domains did a big, they gave a lot of people credit uh, for like, if I didn't own any, but a lot of my friends who had been buying on unstoppable domains got like $2,000 and credits to
3: use and stuff. Yeah. We did a domain credit. um, Right. Not a token airdrop. So yeah, yeah, we did do that once. And I, I'll, it was a big airdrop. I don't have. I actually just don't have the numbers. I I joined mm-hmm. after that, but uh, like I think millions of dollars of credits were basically given out to early users. Yeah, and and now everyone just says when token, when token. But <laughs> uh, we mm-hmm. the the token is is not in the future for a lot of really good reasons. So um, yeah, but yeah, we we did do that back in the day. You're you're an OG yeah. if you know that.
2: Yeah, hey. I remember that. Ha- I remember that happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm an OG. I was on clubhouse every night talking to all those people for months and months.
3: That's awesome. That is OG yeah. too.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Club, just being on clubhouse talking to you, Yeah, for sure. I still go on clubhouse. I love it over there. I,
3: I think my OG. It's pretty much is, dead, but it is dead. Yeah. Is it my really? <laughs> Hey, for NFT piece. i had
2: for
1: i had this thing in my mind because you're so you're always having it up i'm like oh yeah clubhouse is probably still popping and everything and no, just, it's, it's not sad, it's so. it's
2: it's really cool people it's people that i'm friends with that i love chatting up with but we used to do rooms with hundreds and hundreds of people and now it might be 25 nft mm, people got it know. not as much yeah. Yeah, because yeah,
1: yeah.
2: everyone's over on Twitter Spaces. Everyone's on, yeah. Twitter Spaces. Yeah, last night there was a room with twenty five hundred people. There was a room with seven hundred people. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's wild over there.
3: Well, yeah. we'll, have I to, we'll have to get you on one of our Unstoppable Twitter Spaces. We do them on Thursday. So we do them with people. If you, yeah. have a, I think you love both, that like you both Have Unstoppable domains, and so we try to do mm-hmm. um, okay. spaces with community members. Um, and, okay. and give them like some light, some shine and talk about the things oh, cool. you're working on. So would love to talk about the, your pod and, you know, the other projects you're working on sometime. On Please. That yeah, we would love to do that. I'll I'll hit you up on Twitter.
2: Yeah, Sweet. no doubt. And uh, so I don't, is there anything else we should talk about before we we usually at the end, uh, Josh, we do like the seven day uh, collection rankings by sales volume. Just kind of go over a little yeah. bit of data for people so is there anything you want to talk about before we get into that or no i'm it's been cool. it's been a, it's been you, a great conversation yeah yeah go ahead jennifer you got
1: something i just wanted to shout out levi Sadil. Dot NFT. Oh, they literally have the domain. Dot NFT. Well, love that. Um,
0: yeah, on Twitter, I literally
1: didn't even realize that until as I was reading it. it was so funny. That's amazing. Anyway, they uh they said love in the NFT catcher pod with NF ticket and Jennifer Sudo. Top content and conversation, and they showed a screenshot where they rated us a five star, which is so freaking nice. So just want yeah. to shout them out. Thank you for that, Levi. And, appreciate it. Uh,
3: Levi, I I want to say thanks for having an unstoppable <laughs> domain. And when you're done listening to this podcast, head on over to the unstoppable podcast and listen over there too. You might, you might need two podcasts in your weekly rotation.
2: There we go. There we go. I I just gave Levi a follow as well. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Yeah. So we actually, there was uh, somebody post speaking to Levi and and reviews and stuff. Did you see Jennifer where Kevin Rose said, who are your best, most trusted NFT podcasts? And a bunch of people put ours
1: yeah that was that so was nice cool. that was yeah. nice that
2: was really nice yeah and there was a there was somebody that did like an aggregate he was like here's the list and we were like fourth fourth most recommendations in this that's whole tweet.
3: yeah it was really cool that's awesome that'd be great that'd be crazy if kevin rose wanted to come on he hey. lives in Portland, I, I DM him. I'm yet to get a oh, response. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe
1: you'll run into him or something.
3: I DM'd him too. I didn't get a response. I so I actually like uh I got Ryan Carson booked for the pod uh this coming. No, week, really, pre- before the Fallout. And wow, it's, it's <laughs> oh, interesting. Shoot. I was like, what do what do I do here? But I think it's <laughs> so worth it's worth having the conversation. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah? So I'm gonna talk to him. But uh, I've been trying to get Kevin too because he's he's local. Yeah. Kevin. We, we yeah that'd to, be nice yeah we can do a dual episode let's do it two bird, two a, moon a, birds one stone
2: Nah, three three uh try podcast because he's got the proof so it could be like all three podcasts yeah let's do it come on kevin, <laughs> kevin.
1: you know you want to do it. we should do some oh my god we should totally organize this where we do like some we like reach out to like five or ten people that have podcasts and then we get everybody on like a giant like just like yeah. nft podcast like the the ultimate episode and then we all post it on all of our channels like that'd be so crazy and epic that
3: would be pretty crazy i like it let's make it happen mm, okay I, okay anyway okay, a couple okay. people that i i like and i respect in the podcast mm. game so we'd be down for that
2: yeah who are some of your other favorite nft podcasts
3: i, I like uh I, I like the mint podcast it's yeah music focused by levi um so i uh i like that one a lot i mean Kevin Rose. I mean, I listened to the modern finance a lot that I listened to that a lot before I got into web three yeah. at time. And then, you know, obviously shout out to Bankless. They put out too many episodes. I can't listen to them all, but I, they get people that are super thoughtful. And so I'll kind of pick and choose my bankless episodes. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like, uh, I like two board apes with, uh, with Jamie and, uh, Zeneca. I like, uh, Obviously, I like um, props and drops with Gary Vee and Matt Kalish. They haven't put yeah. out an episode in a while, but and the stuff like that a, Carly
3: Riley's doing is good. Yeah,
2: she's amazing. We did an episode with her. She's she does really good guests and does really good podcasts. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one.
3: Yeah, it's interesting. We there's just an, there's enough people out there who are so curious about this space yeah. that we all play a role in educating in our respective niches. And yeah, so there, it's just like it's not even. I think. With I I think I kind of like this. We I'm not beefing with any podcast. It's just like I think we can all work together and uh
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> just like the just like the NFT projects. It's not, you know, there's gonna be a million NFT podcasts and there's gonna be popular people that start coming out with them and leapfrog people that have been doing it for months and months. It's the way it is. Like we're just here to have fun. And now, you know, I I'll always shout out other, you know, nifty alpha I talked about last week. I love listening to those guys. Uh yeah, yeah, PO and uh and Nick, those guys do awesome job. They're blowing up. Like they they have they do a Twitter space. It's like sixteen hundred people every morning now. Um, but yeah, no, I'm all about like being friends with everybody, Heck doing yeah. it all together. Yeah, for sure.
1: Collaboration versus
2: competition.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, let's do this sales volume thing.
2: All right, okay. sales volume. So it's NFT collection rankings by sales volume over the last seven days. I pull it from uh, CryptoSlam.io. We've done that from the beginning. It's just a website that I've used uh, ever since I've been in the NFT space. So number one is no surprise. And this is over seven days, but it's other deed. Uh, the other side, they have $380 million in sales volume. Number two is Board Ape with one forty-two, million. And $142 million is over seven days. Three eighty million is in 24 hours. Three hundred eighty million on the secondary alone. They're they've done almost a billion dollars in sale. Like between the three hundred million they brought in, the hundred and thirty million that got burnt, and the three hundred eighty on secondary, it's like eight hundred million dollars in a day. That is, it's unprecedented. It's insane. It's just, it's just crazy. So I said number two is Bored Apes, number three is Mutants, number four is Moonbirds. Uh, Board apes is one hundred and forty-two, mutants is one hundred and twenty-one, and Moonbirds is down to fifty-four million. So it's a big drop-off after that. Um, number five is OK Bears on Solana. I don't yeah, know if I you guys
3: popping off. I, yeah, I'm not, big time. I'm not getting deep into Solana yet, but that's like one of those things that I. It's like a green flag. It's like okay, I'm not in Solana. Right. I keep seeing. Thousand away. Thousand percent, and it's on Open Sea now. Make the Phantom Wallet. Yeah, you know, start experimenting.
2: I know. I know. I we've been talking about that for months actually. That I've been meaning to get over there. Um, All number right, six is yep. this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should, I really need to.
1: I have a uh, phantom lot, I have a couple of random salon NFTs. I haven't checked on them though, so I have no idea yeah, yeah. if they're doing well or not. So,
2: number six is imaginary ones, which I was hearing rumors that that, that might. I've been ruggy, but I
1: heard that that was the same team as the squiggles. Like
2: right, that someone they, was like they, somebody connected a wallet or something. Yeah, like yeah, like block
3: squiggles.
1: No, no, or uh, what was it called, Michael? It was it like was... maybe it was directly called squiggles. I don't know, but it was like this, like
3: yeah, not obvious, the Chrome Squiggles
0: scam. Oh, okay. Like
1: it was like a it was a popular scam that yeah. like got a lot of hype and they like okay. bought a ton of followers and everything. It just looks kind of legit, but then if you really looked into it, it was like a scam. So a lot of people are saying is the same uh, creators and obviously they're anonymous. So,
3: yeah.
2: You know. uh, yeah. So I'm not really, I got to look into that and see what's come of that, but it, there's a lot of volume on it. 41 million. Uh, Akutars is number seven. Obviously that was a nightmare last week. <laughs> uh, you know, with what, with what happened with that $34 million. Uh, v friends two number eight doodles. Number nine, me bits, number 10. The Dogs 11, Clone X, Morikami Flowers, Azuki. So really the cream's rising to the top.
1: Maybe it's it's because uh, one of the co-founders of Board Apes. Gordon, Yeah. Yeah. He tweeted. He was like, I've been really thinking about what's happening. Uh-huh. We could add to maybe and then all of a sudden they start flying off the shelf. It's like, amazing
3: what one tweet like that could do. Yeah. It really is like, yeah, you should see extreme. what happens when I put out a tweet. Things fly.
1: <laughs> like,
3: yeah. yeah, You know, one thing I'll point out on here is just number 13, the Murakami flower seed. Uh, I, it's fun working at Unstoppable because just because I like have some other degens that I just in in the Slack channel, you know, so we're always <clears> like sharing alpha and yeah, and some of them are real big believers in Murakami, like think that hmm. this is going to blow up when um they they reveal into like the and I think there was even a leak recently on what the uh, the reveal is going to look like, but apparently big artists uh ready. No, to- I
2: I totally agree. We've actually been talking about that for a while before it was even out. Like when Michael it, first is huge it was fan. coming. Yeah, but I don't I have any. One. I don't have any exposure. No, I don't. Sadly, but uh, oh, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like 70 for the yeah, it's no, like the I know.
1: Clonex artist. That's yeah, why exactly. it's so yeah. popular. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I guess we did see that <coughs> that happened once with uh this is also gonna show how far back I go with Toad. Flex on us. Oh no, the Cryptoads, right. toads. Cryptoads. The Cryptoads. Cryptoads. yeah, what well, that artist did what? Remind me. Gremlin. Gremlin. Yeah, and Gremlin so everyone. was... So everyone. But what did that artist make? Was what they call Gremlins? No, I don't, what do, he,
1: I don't know. I didn't even know that the artist was popular. I thought just all the OGs latched on to that, yeah, that particular project. The, and the yeah, no, he, he made,
2: was he was popular for doing something before, but I'm not sure if it was an NFT project. I'm
3: totally <laughs> blanking out. But yeah, that so people were like, oh, that artist, and then and then Toads ran. I mean, they also had. Totally influencer pumped. But uh so yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying we've we've seen that trend play out before. So I thought yeah. about jumping in, but uh I was saving I was saving my ETH for other sides to be to be honest. So but now that's yeah. over. So who knows? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, cool.
2: more commie flowers is is definitely gonna be good. Whatever it is, I just don't know if it's you know, going in at seven unrevealed is the right is the right yeah. move or not. It might be. Franklin
1: was saying post-reveal is the best time for snipes if you believe the right, project yeah. will do well. Yeah,
2: right. He was saying his his advice was when you see lots of volume, but the floor going down and you like the project, that's the best time to snag when there's still a lot yeah. of volume. But,
3: you know, there just- was a 10-minute period, I remember, on both Mutants when they minted and on Moonbirds. And I didn't execute on either properly. But I will yeah. say there's this 10-minute period where they reveal yeah and no one knows what's rare, but uh, I, I I was on Moonbirds. There was a, a Moonbird listed at like two ETH above the floor. It was like 10 at the time. And uh, I was, I clicked it. And then all of a sudden the image pops up and it's this gold with a King's crown. I tried to oh. buy so quick. And, oh, you know, yeah. it, you know, someone had bought it a second mm. before me, but it was huh. snipes like that can be sometimes life-changing if yeah. you can catch something before the metadata refreshes. There's a lot of bots. There's a lot of bots now doing that yeah, stuff. You, you just can't beat the bots, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. tough,
0: yeah
3: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. All right. Well, any closing thoughts before we wrap up this special collaborative episode?
3: Yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me on the podcast. It, it was great to talk NFTs with you. And you know, if anyone's still listening this deep in, Shout out to you and check uh, my, my podcast is the unstoppable podcast comes out every Wednesday. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to top VC people, creators in the NFT space, collectors, entrepreneurs. So, uh, you know, enjoy this kind of conversation and, yeah. um, and I don't know, just shout out to you. And if you ever want an NFT domain, hit me up on Twitter at just happy to help you out and talk through some identity stuff.
2: Awesome. What a pleasure, Josh. This was a great combo. Yeah, we'll link, we'll link,
1: uh, you know, all that in the show notes as well so people can check that out. Um, but yeah, this has been such a fun episode. Honestly, you're really knowledgeable, Josh, and it was really a pleasure to be able to just, you know, talk about the topics of the week with you. Um, and yeah, we will have to organize some crazy collab <laughs> episodes in the future. But thank you all so much for listening and we will catch you in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>
0: Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.